Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who is very excited for fantasy football, Brandon Siegel. How are you doing today? I'm doing quite well. Fantasy football is one of those times in the year. It, it's such an exciting time. It's a lovely thing to play with your friends. You know, some people have very competitive leagues. Uh, I would be in one of those uh, competitive leagues that is very over the top. Uh, but it's incredibly, incredibly fun. I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, a man who I've helped win, <laughs> I think at least one year, at least maybe two years of fantasy football, and brought him to prominence among his friend group is, of course, Ben O'Brien. Ben, how have you? How are you doing on this fine evening? I'm doing well. I just want to point out, Brennan, you have helped me win zero championships because I tied one year. I didn't even win. Um, so your resume. But you tied for what? You tied for what? Uh, for the championship. For what place? For oh, okay. So I got. Yeah, like half. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, so I didn't. You won money. I didn't win. Yeah, I won some money, but. Oh, so you won. But you won. I didn't. I guess I technically didn't win the title. You shut up, Brandon. You know what? You have helped me win zero championships, so don't even get me started. I would highly disagree on that, Mark. Um, but besides that, we do have uh, an interesting podcast plan for today. Definitely going to be a little bit of a shorter one. I'll be recording this before Sunday, as I will be gone all of next week, so I cannot record this Sunday. Um, but this will come out on Sunday as normal. Um, but let's kind of, I mean, we're just going to start this off. We're going to get right into it. Uh, Trevor, we got NBA Summer League Basketball. A lot of the rookies are playing. Um, all the big guys, Kate Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Green, everyone you could think of, um, is playing. And we've seen some good play. Uh, what are some of your thoughts of the, the Summer League that you have caught up on? Yeah, so I think the, the most appropriate thing to start out with is the biggest game that we've had so far. And of course, like, you know, pretty much every, every year in the NBA Summer League, it's always the number one pick versus the number two pick. Now, I caught most of this game. It was on Tuesday, uh, Detroit Pistons against the Houston Rockets, where we got to see Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green, uh, you know, some of, some of the other guys. Uh, I know Houston has uh, Alperin uh, Shangun, I think is how you pronounce his name. Uh, he's a big man for them uh, from coming overseas. Got to see him play for the first time. So it was, it was a fun game, you know. Uh, Cade, to me, the main takeaway, because, again, you know, I think what I always try to do is, you know, you can never react, you can never overreact to anything that happens in summer league, but you can still at least watch and enjoy certain things you see, certain things you like. And the biggest thing that stood out to me about Cade, uh, which is, it's probably the biggest thing that has always stood out to me about Cade, and that's his leadership. I mean, this this guy, he's already in this summer league game, um, completely seems like the leader of this team. You know, he's always like, during a, a dead ball or a break in action, he's like bringing in his teammates. He's like, you know, Killian Hayes was like walking away from the huddle for a second. He's like, hey, Killian, come in. Like he's he's really like gathering them all together and constantly being very vocal, uh, calling out different things on defense. He's just, it, it seems clear that this is how Cade has always been. This is just part of uh, him as a person. He is, uh, I think, you know, just naturally a, a leader. And this is the probably the biggest reason why I thought he should have been the number one pick, and I'm really excited to see him play. In this game, he had uh, 20 points, four rebounds, two assists. Not necessarily the most efficient night uh, scoring-wise, but he still did uh, do some things. I think uh, his first shot of the game was, you know, like a, he had a screen and he got like a, a three off of it. And then on the other side, you look at Jalen Green. Uh, Jalen Green did have a more efficient night than Cade. Uh, Jalen Green was the leading scorer of the game. He had 25 points, uh, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. So a very good showing from Jalen Green, shooting 6 of 11 from the field, 
three of five. And with Jalen Green, I think the biggest thing that stands out is just like his skills. It, it's so insane how skilled Jalen Green already is at his age. Like just he he's doing like these um like he's doing a lot of these step backs where he's like kind of using the gather step, mm-hmm. kind of like the James Harden thing that he does. Um, a little bit yeah. like that. And it's just such a an insane amount of skill for such a young player that, you know, if you look, you know, 10, 15, 20 years back, like, I don't think there's any player, skill set-wise, that would be doing some of the stuff that, uh, you know, Jalen Green's doing. I mean, maybe, like, Kobe, when he came out, was, like, you know, s- somewhat like this, I guess. That would be one example. But it's just really such a rarity to see a player like Jalen Green who's so naturally skilled, who you can tell really loves uh, the game of basketball. And it's going to be fun to see uh, both of these players uh, in their career. A couple other things that stood out, uh, Jalen Suggs. i got to point him out because, um, you know, just like Ben, I think I think Suggs is a little slept on here at the number five pick. I thought he should have been the number two pick, and he's been really good in just a few summer league games so far. Again, not overreacting, but he has been good, you know, so important to mention there. Um, some Some sleepers, I think. Uh, Jalen Johnson uh, for the Atlanta Hawks. He's had a few good games out of Duke. Um, I think he was taken in like the late teens range, I believe. So just another guy there. Um, and then uh, you know I'm a Heat fan, so I got to mention uh, Omer Yurt Seven. If you don't know who that is, uh, look him up. He's uh, a big man. You know he can stretch the floor, shoot threes. Uh, I'm I just I'm a fan of him, and he's he's almost a little like uh, plays like the Porzingis type of style. Um, hopefully he ends up being better than Porzingis though. Um, so those are just a few of my takeaways. Uh, if any of you guys, you had anything else to say about the summer league, uh, you can mention anything if you think I missed something. I, so I have one question for you, Trevor. Uh, what about your guy, Book Knight? James Book Knight. Have you, how has he done in the summer league? Um, he's done, he's done pretty good. Um, I, I don't know if he's necessarily had like a huge signature performance yet, um, I did see the clips circulating of when him and Davion Mitchell went head-to-head, and Davion Mitchell got the best of him a couple times uh, on defense. He really just, uh, you know, Book Knight could not shake him at all. On the one play in particular where Davion Mitchell just completely locks him up on defense and forces a turnover. Um, but yeah, Book Knight's been decent, um, but, you know, qu- hasn't really had a standout performance just yet. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I, I think we'll move on from there because it's still, you know, we've only had a couple games in the summer league. I'm sure we'll round out and talk more about it next week. Uh, but for now, let's move along uh, to our small talk trivia to uh, end small talk today. Um, today, the order is going to be me asking Trevor, Trevor asking Ben, and then Ben asking me to wrap it up. Uh, does anyone have a scoreboard? Which one of you has the scoreboard? Yeah, I have the scoreboard. So Ben, of course, he, he's had the lead pretty much the whole time. He's five and a half points. Brandon Thank you, has, Trevor. <laughs> of course, Brandon has four points, and uh, I have three points. So I'm I'm starting to catch up, but I am still uh, in last. Bit behind, but hey, you, you've done better than I would have expected. Um, so Trevor, I get to ask you a question first. My question is is a little complex, but it's not like there's only going to be a couple possible choices. Okay. All right. How many players are currently playing that hold the record in the top five? For three point percentage in a season, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again because that's it was a lot. How many current players? So it's you have zero through five. You have six options. How many current players hold um, one of the spots in the top five of three point percentage in a season? Like 
the, okay. the top three point percentage yeah. in a season. I think I understand the question. Okay, so we're we're thinking about top five three point percentage in a single season, in particular. This is not yeah. career. So single season, how many active players are in that uh, top five as far as three point percentage in a single season? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the answer is a number between one through five. So that makes it. I mean, yes, like it's limited right so like picking one through five or or i guess zero zero is an option too right or are you yes zero through five so you have six options technically zero is an option um no not technically i mean it 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 could in theory be zero people yeah yeah so i guess just going through the thought process here um it's it's going to be tough to think of the exact players obviously and um yeah it's going to be really tough how many of them would be in the top five? I would imagine... That are current players. That are current players. I would imagine that it's at least... I don't think it's zero. I mean, I, I doubt it's zero. Um, I don't want to give too much away because Ben can steal. But um, let's see. If I could just put together a couple people that I think might have a shot at being in the top five. Uh, there is at least a couple here. Um. Well, I guess I can give my thought process on who the players might be. That doesn't hurt too much. Like, in a single season, Steph could be up there. Um, I think J.J. Redick could be up there. I think, well, Kyle Korver is technically an active player, although I think it was just announced that he's going to be a, an assistant for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, that's, like, so, very recent. Is. Very recent. Um, Trevor, yeah. Trevor, just for the sake here, I, I got to give this away. Kyle Korver is not going to be considered okay. a current player. He is okay. he's not actively on a, on a team in a playing capacity. Okay, gotcha. Um, let's see. Who else we got? George... I, I just didn't want you to lose out the question yeah, with yeah. That, that information in there. Right, okay. Uh, let's see. George Hill had a pretty good season. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna just going to give an answer here. I'm going to say out of the top five... And there's also not a ton of players that stand out before that, that are not current that would have a really high three-point percentage. So I'm going to say that the answer is – I'm going to say it's three. That's that's my final answer. Three, final answer three, three out of the top five are current players. That is incorrect. Ben, the question now goes to you for half a point. Yeah, I'm just going to get right to it, mainly because I can't comprehend what this question is even asking. It's the way you word it. It's really confusing. So you know what? I'm not even going to waste the time. I'm just going to go with two. Two is also incorrect. Oh, is the correct answer is zero. Oh, there actually Brandon. isn't a current player in the top 26. 27 is Joe Harris. And then as a fun – this is just a fun trivia question – who is ranked higher on this list, Del Curry or Steph Curry? Del Curry. Del Curry is ranked higher. Del Curry is twenty-five. You know, four point four seven five nine, so forty-seven point six percent. So does, uh, where does this, Steph's highest was forty-five? Does this contextualize how many games a given player had? Like, are there some like random guys that played like a few games that are in the top five? Because if so, I'm a little upset. Um, I mean, I guess that's perhaps... There's definitely two guys I've never heard of, but it seems like they've played full... Like, the season this guy played was in 68 games. Uh, another guy that I don't specifically knew... No, excuse me. This guy played 77 games. I, I don't think okay. so. I think all these guys are... Uh, number one is Kyle Korver. That's why I wanted to clarify gotcha. the question. Yeah, I knew he'd be up there. Um, okay. Steve Kerr is two and five, and then there's two players I don't specifically know. As 
uh, three and four. Who, who are we got they? Mark Price up there. What are the names? Uh, Tim Legler, oh. who I, 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 I've heard of. An analyst. And John S- Sunvold? Okay, do not know who that is. He played in the 80s. Brandon, that was a bad question. Bad trivia question. Boo. <laughs> okay, so let me explain. That was a terrible question. You only question. had six possible choices. You know, like... It's not yeah, that many sure. choices. You had like a, a, a like an eighteen percent chance of getting it right or something. All right. Which is higher than like think about like if you have to give a random number a random player, you know, it's higher than. Okay. Nevertheless, uh, Trevor, it is your turn to ask Ben a question. All right. So I, I went to college football here for this one, Ben. Um, which I know you're okay. pretty knowledgeable. You're pretty good with college football stuff. So let's see if you can get this one. Uh, my question is, what? Who is the player? that has the most rushing yards in a single season in college football. So I'm looking for a player. That is the answer. Most rushing yards in a single season. Most rushing yards in a single season. First of all, Trevor, I don't appreciate that you t- you said I was knowledgeable about college football because now when I get this wrong, I'm going to feel really bad. <laughs> um, Trevor, you have to learn. You always got to you always got to sell low, all right? Never over promise anything. Um, I don't oh, jeez, dude. Uh, most yards in a single season um so i have one name that came to mind right away and there's no reason why this person like is this rushing yards yeah yeah it's rushing yards right okay Okay. there's one person that came to mind right away actually now there's two i have two people in my head one of them i thought of right away and it's not even like this is not even like an educated guess i just thought of his name and i was like oh that could work now i have somebody else too so now i have two names um and i don't want to spend like 20 minutes trying to think of names because honestly i'm probably gonna get it wrong anyway Oh, geez. So I'm going to decide between these two. Ben, if it puts any pressure on you, I do know the I, correct answer. I, and I was about to say, I feel like I've heard Brandon talk about this, or maybe we've talked about it. Maybe I feel like I should know this, um, but I just don't have like a clear-cut answer coming to my head. Um, again, I have two names, and I'm really scared that the one I don't say is going to be uh, who the right answer is. Um, I, I've guessed this person before on other trivia questions, so I don't really want to guess them again. Um, you know what? I'm just this is such a boring or such like a boring answer, but I don't even have a better one. All right, I'm just gonna go. Um, Adrian Peterson. That's my final answer. Adrian Peterson. Okay, Adrian Peterson is incorrect. Uh, it's an incorrect answer. Um, I'm curious to know who the other person is. I think that could potentially be very interesting. Yeah, who, who's the other uh, person? I know the correct but, answer. But, Should I just say the correct yeah, answer first? So say say the correct answer first, assuming that you do in fact know the correct answer, Brandon. The, the correct answer is Eric Dickerson. No, no. Oh, it's not? Brandon it, got it wrong. Nope. Rush, rushing yards in a single season college football. Wait, did you think it was the NFL? Oh, it's college football. I thought it was the NFL. Oh, no. You got to pay attention, Brandon. dude. You, you got to pay attention. But see, so you know what's listen. funny? You know what's funny? You know what's funny is Adrian Peterson, I believe, is number two in the NFL. So, okay. I, I, it's, it, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, come on. It's college you, football. You, no, you already got it wrong, Brandon. No, he already got it wrong. <laughs> I I can take I can take the loss on that. I, I I'm I didn't listen, so I can take the loss on that. I'm okay with that. But let me can I think? I want to see if I can get it. Let me think about it for a second. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can I tell you who I was? Who my other person I was thinking? Yeah. You yeah. Can. Who's it's boring. It's... Wait, wait. Actually, don't. Actually, don't. Wait, 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 wait. Oh my! What a mess. Because let me let me think about it. Is it someone we know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> nah, it's just De- some we, random name that we've we, never heard. We of. definitely know him very well. Um. I mean, my guess would probably be Barry Sanders. That was who. That was my guess. That was my other guess, Barry Sanders. And that's the correct answer. No, Barry Sanders. Get out of here, Trevor. No way. 
very Sanders. Right, don't give me a point though. Don't give me a point. I don't. Deserve I didn't that guess point. him no. because I was no, like, no. I've guessed him for like Brandon's asked me an NFL rushing yard question, and I guessed him, and I was like, I don't want to just keep guessing Barry have... Sanders. Okay, every time. wait. Is the other one Eric Dickerson? Maybe I should give myself half a point. I'm looking it up right you now. You get zero points. You you didn't listen. You didn't hear. I I tried to stress the college. Yeah, the other one is Eric Dickerson. To. I, I had right. both of them correct. I'm going to give like myself to a out, mental. It, if it was point. NFL, I feel like I would have got Eric Dickerson right. So Brandon doesn't get half a point because he doesn't know how to listen. Oh, my. All right. But I think Next question. Next question for Brandon. Okay, it's my question for Brandon. All right, Brandon. My question for you. NFL question. Okay, Brandon. NFL, not college football. It's going to be NFL. All right. Are you clear? Thank you for the. Can you re- thank you for. Yeah. Thank you for the. Can you repeat that back to me? W- w- what is this? Uh, what National Football is this? League. Okay. NFL. Question. All right. Here we go, Brandon. National I think football the answer is Tim yeah, Tebow, okay. Ben. I think Tim Tebow's the answer. Right. <laughs> hey, he was in the Dude, NFL. Calm down. Why are you giving it away? Okay, Brandon. My question for you: Which quarterback holds the record for the most career interceptions thrown? All right. Who's got the most interceptions thrown in their career? So this is going to be a quarterback, Brandon. Again, I can't emphasize this enough. This is an NFL quarterback, not a college football quarterback. Which NFL quarterback uh-huh. holds the record for most interceptions thrown in their career? Can can I get double points if I tell you the college of the player also? No, you cannot cuz now I feel like you All know right. it. Well, he went to he went to Southern Mississippi and his name is Brett Favre. Brandon, you know fun. That's so boring. Yeah, that's correct. Oh. No. Was that, Thank you. I, honestly, I thought that'd be kind of hard because I I, I was, would I would have never no. got that one right. But I was also going to say Brett really? Favre. I was gonna say Brett Favre. Yeah, as well. Brett Favre. I would have. I, I, I'll take my I'll take my three and a half points. I, I got all the questions right. I'm taking three no. and a half points. I understand it's gonna be mental and it's not on the actual scoreboard, Definitely but I'm not. taking three and a half points. You get one point, okay. and I I almost want to like you know take off a half point for you uh, thinking it was NFL, but regardless, you you get a point, I guess. Well, okay. So here's what's interesting is that I thought it was NFL, and then he said Adrian Peterson, and I was like. Okay, surely that's NFL, because I, I, the reason I know the question is because Adrian Peterson almost broke the record in 2012. And I, I vaguely remember that happening. I remember them talking about Eric yeah. Dickerson. And again, I can't... So that's how I know the question. I cannot, so that's why, like, when you said yeah. Adrian Peterson, I was like, oh, surely it's, it's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's the NFL. Well, I can't... Is Adrian Peterson close? I don't know. I don't know, probably. Um, in college? No, I don't... I'm We're just going to say, yeah, for the I'm, sake of I'm my I'm scrolling guess. down, and I don't, no, I don't no, no, see No, 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 I'm, I'm looking... I'm right, scrolling down what? the list. He's 47. Forty-seven. How I had no reason to guess Adrian Peterson. He was just the first college running back that came to my head, so I guessed him. All right. Okay, so I, I don't even think it's that crazy that I thought it was the NFL. No, you just don't know how to Whatever. Listen. We're going to move on. <laughs> Next up, we have um, an interesting segment. Again, like I said, this could be a little bit of a short episode. We're going to go and talk about the NFL a little bit. we got the NFL coming up in about a month. Uh, when's, when's the first game? I think it's like uh, the, it's the, the ninth or like the, the ninth? Se- it's I think it's Thursday. Yeah, Whatever the that Thursday is. Yeah. We have just under a month here. Just under a month. Um, so we're going to go some, through some of the betting. Uh, when, 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 what are these called? Over-unders? Uh, over-under. Over-unders unders for win totals. Uh, go by division. We're not necessarily going to talk about every single team, but we're going to talk about like what surprises us, You know what we think about generally each conference as a whole. Um, so first up, let's start with the NFC West. We have the Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, and Niners. They placed in that exact order. Um, last season, we have the Seahawks with 10 wins. 10 over under, Rams with 10.5, Cardinals with 8.5, Niners with 10.5. I think we can safely say that this is probably the best division in football at the moment. I mean, none of these teams would I consider like the top team, but uh, I think all three of these teams have the ability to win 10 games. You know, Ben, I'm going to start with you. I mean, wouldn't you agree that all three of these, four of these teams have the ability to get to 10 wins? No, I absolutely agree. And I, I would agree with you that this is. 
if not if not the best division in in the NFL, it's definitely the best division in the NFC. I would say. Um, there's one division in the AFC. I guess you could make an argument for, but I I even think it's better than that division. So I do think this is the best division um, in the NFL because again, like you got. So we're sitting. You know, the 49ers are sitting at ten and a half wins, and that's an interesting one because last year they were bad, but I guess last year they had a lot of injuries. Um, because if you remember two years ago, I mean, they went to the they went to the Super Bowl, and honestly, if Jimmy Garoppolo could complete a downfield pass to a wide open receiver, they probably would have won that game. Um, so the 49ers are still a good team. So you're sitting at, I mean, you might be sitting here like looking at the 49ers at 10 and a half going. That's way too high based on their season last year, but they're bringing back a lot of talent. Um, they're in a, obviously they're in a tough division, like we just said, but they're still a really good team. Um, and then even, so you, even if you're looking at the, 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 I guess, quote unquote, worst team in this division, the Arizona Cardinals, I mean, they got Kyler Murray as a quarterback who I remember talking extensively with last fall about how impressed we were by everything that he's done and how I wasn't necessarily a huge believer in him. Um, but he's proved to be a really, really, really good NFL quarterback and a really good just playmaker in general. Um, so this this league has a lot of talent, has a lot of talent. I'm so thankful that, that my favorite NFL team is not in this division because this is going to be a really tough one to win. Yeah, I I think the, the thing to me that kind of really pokes out at me is the Rams. The Rams have the best quarterback they've probably had in their – basically since probably Kurt Warner, I'd say. You know, it, yeah. it, it's been a while to ha- they, where they had a quarterback that can actually do really, really good. I don't think Goff is awful, but Stafford's a big upgrade. I like this team on the over for 10.5, and, and I think the Rams win this division. I anticipate them winning the division. Um, Stafford is way better than he's been played out to be. Um, I, I think he's he's had unfortunate teams in, in uh, Detroit, and it was never really in his favor. They really haven't ever had a running back. I think... Last season, or two seasons ago, was the first time they had a 100-yard rusher in a game. So the offense just didn't have the weapons to win. It's not even that they had bad receivers or tight ends, frankly. You know, Stafford, I feel like, has always put up numbers. Uh, and the other thing is, I just like the guy. So Stafford, Rams, I'm picking over on 10.5. Trevor, any, anything you see in this division you want to kind of speak out on? Yeah, and for that first point that you talked about, how you think this division is the best, uh, I agree. And it feels like the NFC West has now been the best division in football for, like, what, five, six years now? Like, it's almost, it's been the best division, it feels like, for a while. Um, and, and honestly, like, I guess my take would be is if you take – um, any two teams out of this division and you put them in the NFC East and replace them with whoever you want, they'd win. I think that yeah, they'd win. Um, all four teams would have 10 wins, um, probably. Yeah. That, that's, my, that's my take of the day. I think those two teams would be the best two teams in the NFC East, probably. I mean, the Cowboys might maybe could still be better, but we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to that division. Um, as far as who's the best team in the v- division, I lean the Rams. Um, I think they're the most complete team. They already had a really good defense last year. I anticipate it being very good again this year. And obviously, they have a pretty big upgrade um, at the quarterback position. So I anticipate the Rams being very solid. Um, and I think they're a contender for the Super Bowl as well. But it's really interesting looking at how much talent really all four of these teams obviously the Seahawks a little uncertainty obviously you know yes they were very good to start the year last year but you wonder uh you know with kind of the Russell Wilson situation and how you know the whole um nothing close to what the Aaron Rodgers situation is but it's at least not definitely not a great situation as far as um you know his relationship with the organization it seems like um at least there were some things circulating uh you know a month or two ago but yeah I think this division is going to be very competitive again as it usually is next up we have the NFC South we have the Saints Buccaneers Panthers and Falcons 
respectively. The Saints have nine, Buccaneers 12, Panthers 7.5, and, and Falcons 7.5. I think there's a good argument to be said here that this is the worst division in sports. Or, excuse me, not sports, in the NFL. <laughs> Definitely not the worst division. Or, one of the worst divisions in the NFL, because the NFC is probably worse. Um, the Buccaneers are going to sweep through this division, and I think collectively as the division, it got way worse. I mean, Breeze retired. The Falcons gave away Julio. Panthers have quarterback issues. They got a new quarterback in the system. Um, and it's just not really a great division. The Buccaneers brought everyone back from their Super Bowl team. Um, it's weird because I would have never guessed that they would win the Super Bowl. In fact, I mean, we could probably go back on the podcast, and I said that they wouldn't win. <laughs> Um, I think they will be the favorite to repeat, and if, if I am taking someone, I'm probably not going to bet against them, simply because they have the exact same 22 starters that they had from the season prior. Um, this is the Buccaneers division to lose, you know, like, I mean, they're going to kill everyone. I'm surprised about the Saints at 9. I think they should be lower than 9. No Breeze, even with Winston, who I do like. Um, Michael Thomas is not going to be nearly as good this year. Uh, because he doesn't have that breeze connection. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Winston did throw a lot of touchdowns a couple years ago with the Buccaneers, um, but I, I would put the Saints at closer to like a seven and a half, eight uh, than a nine. So I'd go under on them. Trevor, I'll send this one off to you next. Anything that pokes out at you? Um, yeah. I mean, I think with, I mean, yes, Tampa's the best team in this division. Um, I think that's pretty clear. Um, I think they'll have a better start this year than they did last year, obviously, because now. Um, the, the chemistry is much better. Like Brady's obviously played with these receivers uh, for much longer, most of them obviously, and the starters, they're all returning. So it makes sense that they're going to have a pretty good start to the season, better than last year, and they should have a really good record, at least 12, 13 wins, I would imagine. Uh, I think the weakest team in this division is going to be Carolina. Um, I think they actually got worse at quarterback. I am not a Sam Darnold believer. Oh, Trevor, I never have been. You. Um, sorry about that, Ben. Yeah, Sam Darnold, <laughs> Sam Darnold is in our presence, and you're saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might be. I, I think I might rather have Ben out there uh, playing quarterback than Sam Darnold. No, I'm just kidding. Oof, um, that's rough. But, but I think Carolina's probably the worst team in this division. Uh, the Falcons, I think, are interesting in that they blew a lot of leads, um, and like uh, they had a lot of close games last year that they, you know, probably should have won. And I think if you reverse some of those scores. I think you can get a, you can get above uh, seven and a half wins, so I would take the over on that one. The Saints it's kind of hard to say, obviously. It's hard, hard to say how Winston's going to play, but they still have a lot of talent. So I don't necessarily think that. I think nine's probably a pretty good number, and with seventeen games, I wouldn't be surprised if they go ten and seven, just because of all this talent. But it's obviously going to be a lot dependent on Jameis. Yeah, we'll have to see. Ben, I'm going to let you respond uh, to this before I I have a rebuttal to Trevor's Darnold point. I, here's my thing with Sam Darnold. Do I think he's amazing? No. Um, I think he's not He's not bad. Like, I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. Is he a great quarterback? No. Um, I, I don't think it helped that he started his career on the Jets. Like, I mean, well, I guess we'll see what Zach Wilson does, but I don't have a whole lot of, you know, belief in the, the Jets as an organization. Um, that being said, I mean, I like Sam Darnold, but he's not on a good – like, his team's going to be bad, and he'll probably be, you know, one of the biggest uh, people to blame for his team being bad. Um, but in terms of the division as a whole, like, there's no, I just, I can't see any way that the Bucks don't win this division. Um, I guess they're over under sitting at 12 right now, which kind of bothers me because I, I want it, I want it to either be 11 and a half or 12 and a half because I, I genuinely think that they're going to win 12 games. I think they'll go 12 and I guess five. Um, so I don't know. I, again, like they're a good team. They're, they're bringing everybody back. So I can't see them. I just can't see them losing more than five games this year maybe they will maybe they'll yeah. lose six games maybe they'll go 11 and six who knows that's still that's still not a bad record at all 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's their division to lose. I just can't see a scenario where the Buccaneers don't don't win this division, even with Tom Brady, you know, being Tom Brady, and we'll see it. We'll see how he looks this year. I don't know. I guess I never want to say that he's not gonna have a good year, but we'll see how he looks this year. Um, and I guess you know, like I said, the Panthers not impressed with the Saints. Obviously, don't have Drew Brees. The Falcons are kind of whatever. Like there's years that they're really good. There's years they're not that great. They still have Matt Ryan, who's who's a good quarterback. So we'll see about that. Um, but again, long story short, Buccaneers. There's no way they don't win this division. That's just my opinion. We'll see if I'm wrong in in four or five months or whatever. Quick Donald thing, Trevor. I I am actually a believer in Donald. Uh, I actually quite like him. I liked him out of college. I'm just incredibly not. Like, you know, I, I would say I trust, like, a toddler with the football over anyone in the Jets organization because uh, they don't know how to how to produce a team in the slightest bit. Sorry, Jets fans. Your organization sucks. Uh, Darnold will flourish on the Panthers. That is my bold prediction okay. of this NFL season. He has Christian McCaffrey, a running back that is competent, a decent O-line. He's got some decent receivers over there, too. You know, I, I think there's some hope for him in Carolina. But let's move on. we got plenty of uh, divisions left. The NFC East, which probably is the worst division in the NFL. Uh, we have the Washington football team, uh, New York Giants, Cowboys, and Eagles. Washington is 8.5, New York is 7, Dallas is 9, and Philadelphia is 6.5. Um, Trevor, I'll start this one off with you. Yeah. Anything that's, that looks, that jumps out to you. So That screams, talk about me, Trevor. <laughs> Yeah, if if you're watching ESPN every day, you've probably heard enough about this whole Dak Prescott Cowboy situation. Oh, is he going to be healthy? Is he going to be back for week one? We'll see. Oh, Dak's not playing any preseason games. Should we be concerned? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think like Dak Prescott, obviously very talented quarterback. We know what he can do. Um, and if he is fully healthy, if he is the player that he was before he got injured, then I think the Cowboys will win this division. Um, just on paper, I think they are the most talented team. Uh, obviously, the offense is pretty lethal. Um, and then defensively, yes, there are concerns. Um, obviously, they gave up a lot of points last year. Um, but I tend to lean more on that than Washington's. Like, I think trusting Dallas's offense is more trustworthy overall um, than Washington's defense, which Washington's defense is very good. And I guess we'll hear, let me rephrase that because Washington's defense is very trustworthy. I guess that I am just a person, especially in today's NFL, that uh, is more partial to offense. So when I see a really good offense and a weak defense, and then on another team, I see a really elite defense and a weak offense, I'm going to lean more toward the team that has the elite offense. And I think that's kind of the Cowboys-Washington football team's dilemma here. And that's why I think the Cowboys will take the division. Um, as far as the other two teams in this division, uh, the Giants and the Eagles, um, the Giants, I mean, they could be better. Again, Daniel Jones, he had a little bit of a rough year last year, obviously. Uh, a lot of a lot of turnovers for him. Uh, the Eagles, obviously, you know, they're they're trying to, to build up this young roster now with Jalen Hurts. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts could be decent, but uh, as far as the, the help around him, it's a little rough. So I, I don't think the Eagles will be very good. As far as the numbers, I think... Honestly, like I don't necessarily have a big problem with any of them. Um, Cowboys at nine, Washington eight and a half. Um, I mean, I guess the Cowboys maybe could be a little higher, but again, I don't really have much of a problem with any of these numbers. So I uh, here's here's my thinking. I think the Cowboys will win this division, but what really speaks to me is the Washington football team. The Washington football team to me is a little bit like the Browns. Both teams are super talented, but don't have quarterbacks. So, in my thought process, 
is that I think the Washington football team has a range where they could win six games or they could win ten. I really don't know. Um, so they're the big question mark. If if they could somehow find a quarterback that's semi-decent. I also want to point out my Browns thing was a joke. So everyone who's a Browns fan, calm down. I was about to start okay, defending Baker. I was about to start defending him. Just just calm down. Everyone needs to calm down. Um, so I, I'm not saying the Washington football team will win the division. I'm saying Washington, if they can figure out their quarterback play, they have a good defense. They have good receivers. Terry McLaurin is great. They have a good old line. They can really play some football. Ben? Here's the thing. This division's terrible, okay? It was terrible last year. It's going to be terrible again this year. Um, I guess really the only question, and I guess, Trevor, I, I agree with you, like, and let me just make sure I'm not crazy. You, you did say that you, you see the Cowboys winning this division. Is that correct? Yeah, I think it'll be close, but I lean Cowboys over Washington. I agree with you. It, and my favorite part about the NFL having 17 games now is that the Cowboys can't go 8-8 eight and eight anymore. They can either go 7-9, and nine, or I guess would it be, would it be they can go 8-9 and nine or 9-8. Nine and eight. Um, I can I will see them going nine and eight, maybe you know, a ten and seven because they're in such a bad division. But even then, I don't have a whole lot of faith in the in the the Cowboys as a whole. Um, just not a good division. I don't even want to spend a whole lot of time talking about them because I'm just not impressed. I mean, Washington football team won their division last year. Um, that's all you that's all you need to know about about how bad that division was uh, last year. So again, I think the Cowboys will win, but I'm not saying they're good. They're just in a, they're luckily in a in a terrible division. Next up, we have the NFC North. Packers have 10 over-under, Bears at 7.5, Vikings at 9, and Lions at 4.5. Um, I, I think the Lions might be the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> Just going to be honest. Again, I'm sorry, Detroit fans, if you're listening. Uh, your team sucks. Uh, to me, the biggest thing here is the Bears. Yeah. I am a huge believer in Justin Fields. I think every Ohio State quarterback pretty much ever has been terrible. You know, I'm not going to like go crazy, but we have some pretty good quarterbacks that came from Michigan. Uh, some would even say like some of the best. Um, Tom Brady. <clears throat> and uh, so I, I, I don't have a lot of faith in Ohio State quarterbacks with the exception of Justin Fields. And it's because I barely consider him an Ohio State quarterback. You know, he didn't want to. He didn't even really want to go there. He wanted to go to Georgia. Then he was like, you know, Ohio State will play me because I'm the best. So I'll go there. Um, I think the Bears win over seven and a half. I actually think the Bears can rival for winning the division. Would I take them? Not, not necessarily. But I think they have the potential to get over that seven and a half. I'd put them more at nine and a half. Um, and that, that's kind of where I think they could be a nine or ten win team potentially. Uh, ben, I'll throw this one to you. NFC North. I know. I know you like Justin Fields. Maybe a little. I don't know. Actually, I have no clue if you like Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields, and I agree with everything you said. I think the Bears. I mean, with Justin Fields as a quarterback, they're like they're a competent enough team to where they can go about. They can go nine and eight. They can go above five hundred. Um, I still think the Packers are good, even with all this Aaron Rodgers stuff. I mean, I still think. I mean, they still have a good team. Like they went to the NFC Championship game last year. Um, I don't know if people are forgetting that because of this whole Aaron Rodgers thing, but they still have a lot of talent. They still have a really good receiver, right? Um, they still have a really good quarterback. Um, so the Packers are, are still the best team in this division, but I do think the Bears are, are capable of going above 500, and I still think the Vikings are a good team. I mean, right? They still have a lot of weapons on their team. Um, and it, I think it helps that those three teams I just mentioned get to play the Lions twice because, like you said, Brandon, the Lions are terrible. And one of the very few teams that I feel sorry for people being fans of um, because I genuinely think they're a worse organization than, than my Cincinnati Bengals are. Um, but, yeah, again, I, I, I think the Packers will still win this division, but I like everything you said, Brandon, about Justin Fields and about the Bears because I think he's got talent around him, at least a little bit of talent around him, to where he can win some games in the NFL because I think he's good enough to, to, to win a couple games just based on his skill set and based on the people that, that are surrounding him on that team. 
Yeah, so I, I th- Trevor, I think that the um, I, I think I agree with what you guys said about the Bears. I know that uh, some of the Bears fans I talked to, obviously, since I'm in the Chicago area, are are concerned about the offensive line, um, which is I think a valid concern. Um, I think they're concerned about the defense potentially getting worse, which could also happen. But I think just in I think just by habit, Bears fans are kind of like pessimistic because they're like, ah, oh, you know, uh, <laughs> the GM organization's been so disappointing for for so long now. So I think it's a little pessimism. I, I'm pretty high on the Bears overall. I think they will go over seven and a half because uh, I, I also believe in Justin Fields. I think they will probably make the playoffs again. Uh, there are seven teams now, so I would lean toward them making the playoffs. Um, now this Green Bay number is interesting. It's ten. Um, I had to do a double take. Because I asked myself the question, wait, when was this last updated? And I looked, it was updated yesterday, August 12th. And I think that's insane that the Packers are 10. I think that's super low. I expect the Packers to win 12 or 13 games, maybe even 14, because they have a very similar roster to the... Uh, to what it was last year. They had the best offense in the NFL, I would say, last year. Aaron Rodgers won the MVP, and he's coming back, obviously, now. So I, I don't see how in any world they would win 10 games or less than 10 games. So so this number would guess that they are going to go 10-7 and seven with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback in this high-powered offense. I, I just think that's ridiculous. I think they're going to shatter the over honestly. Um, and I guess Vi- uh, the Vikings, I think their in- number at nine is pretty interesting here because the Vikings, they seem to have, um, like, it's it's weird with the Vikings, right? Because it's like, I, I honestly was surprised to see this number because I thought people were underrating the Vikings. Like, I, I would have guessed that the number was going to be like seven and that I would have taken the over on seven. But now that it's nine, I'm now more like, eh, actually, maybe I wouldn't take the over anymore. So I just think that's interesting. Next up, we're going to the AFC. We have the AFC South, the two-headed division here. Titans at nine, Colts at nine, Texans at four, and Jaguars at six and a half. Ben, I'll let you start this one off. Yeah, I, I'm not that impressed with this division. I don't I don't know. It's just like, so the, the, obviously the Colts are having quarterback issues with Carson Wentz. He's going to be out for whatever um, the Texans and this whole Deshaun Watson thing, just not a, not a great team. Even with Deshaun Watson on, on you know, playing quarterback for that team, on that team playing, just not super impressed with them. The Titans are still think are a good team, but even last year I wasn't super impressed with the Titans. I mean, obviously they won their division. They were a decent team, but um, I, I do think that they still had some issues, um, even with Derrick Henry on their team and, and uh, Tannehill being a good enough quarterback to, to be able to manage that team. And then the Jaguars, obviously, they have they have Trevor Lawrence and they have, um, I guess, Urban Meyer as, as a coach, whatever, however big of an impact that's going to be. Um, but just in general, I'm not super impressed with, with this division. Um, and I think the over-unders kind of reflect that. We're sitting at 9-9, nine, 6.5, nine, and, and 4. So, I mean, the I guess the people that made these don't necessarily think anybody's going to get to 10 wins in this division. Um, so I guess if I had to pick at the very moment, I'd still probably go with the Titans just because I don't know what the Colts are going to do at quarterback. I have no idea what their deal is here. Um, and again, like I said, with the Jags and the Texans, just not that impressed. So I, I guess right now I'm, I'm, I would project or predict that the Titans will win this division, but even then I'm not super impressed with this division as a whole. I don't think it offers a whole lot in terms of, um, equity in these teams going, you know, making playoff runs going far into the playoffs. So we got, in this division, the Colts, who very similarly to the Browns in Reds, or excuse me, the Washington football team, uh, d- this, they don't have a quarterback. But 
the Colts just got a quarterback who I actually personally believe in. We have seen Carson Wentz have success to the, 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 the highest end, to an elite tier. If Carson Wentz even plays okay, this team will win the division. That's all he needs to do is just play okay. But we don't know how much he's going to so play. Talented. That's the problem. There's, there's, there's rumors he can play at okay. the beginning of the season. Okay. As long as he can play and he's out there and plays okay, it'll be fine. Now, if we're getting last year's or two years ago's Carson Wentz versus close to MVP season Carson Wentz, you know, though that that's going to be where it's at. You know, can we get in between that and to the top end, the Colts win this division. Trevor, what do you think? I think, um, man, it's interesting. The, the first thing I wanted to point out is how the Colts could have gotten a quarterback um, on another team in this division that and a quarterback that I'm pretty partial to, and that is Gardner Minshew. They could have him on their team. Not saying he's better than Carson Wentz, but he could be the person, he could be that backup that could have stepped in for Carson Wentz and still done a pretty good job. Um, but that's 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 for another day, the, the Gardner Minshew talk. Um, I think the Titans are pretty undervalued here at nine. Uh, they're going to have a very o- good offense once again. Yes, the defense has had its issues. They It may continue to have its issues, but I... I think the Titans are just undervalued. So they're saying nine and eight for the Titans. That just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And then, uh, yes, the Colts are still going to be good, even if they have a decent option at quarterback because the talent that surrounds whoever that quarterback is is so great for the Colts, um, you know, as we kind of saw last year as well. Uh, and then with the Texans, I mean, uh, I think they're probably the worst team in the NFL. They're at least, I mean, them, the Lions, and maybe like the Jets are all very bad. I think the Texans probably are the worst of those. Yeah, not not the best at all, but we will keep it moving. AFC East is up next. We have the Bills at 11, Dolphins at 9.5, Patriots at 9.5, and, and Jets at 6. Um, I don't get the Patriots and Dolphins number at all here. Uh, I don't think 9.5 is accurate. I don't think either of those teams are even that good. Uh, the Dolphins are not bad. They're better than the Patriots. Um, but they're really, really not that great. I, I don't really need to speak of the Bills or the Jets. The Jets are one of the worst teams in the NFL. The Bills are one of the best. Uh, Josh Allen has got his monster contract more than deserved. Um, but I don't get the, the, the Patriots. Nine and a half of the Patriots? How many did they win last year? They win seven or eight? We'll put them at nine and a half. I don't even remember how many they, they won last year, but nine and a half is way too high. I don't understand that at all. I'm not a big Cam Newton believer. Um, Mac Jones, maybe he comes in. He's a just, you know that dude um but you know we'll have to see i i don't fully get this one trevor um you know well i I love to hear the doubt in the patriots i love it um i actually prefer that um so nine and a half for the i mean you're barely a patriots fan so uh, this doesn't even mean anything barely i i take offense to that i'm most certainly a patriots fan um nine and a half Mm -hmm. for the number um, I think it's a decent number, actually. I think that the Patriots could potentially uh, get 10 here. Um, I think with the situation they had last year, they definitely uh, – I mean, a lot of teams had injuries, but they were definitely one of the teams that had a number of injuries on their defense. I expect the defense uh, to be back and be pretty good um, next year. Now, again, yes, the quarterback situation, I do agree with you on that front. Um, not a huge believer in Cam Newton. Hopefully um, the offensive line can, can – improve a little bit and he also can improve a little bit he threw through decent amount of interceptions last year so that was not good um but also i would like to see mac jones inserted at some point i think i think that that will happen and i hope it happens um because we got to be looking to our future um and i don't think that's cam newton unfortunately i, I mean uh i would have liked for it to be cam newton for at least a few years but i i don't 
just after seeing how he played last year, I, I don't love it. Uh, Bills and Jets, mm-hmm. um, I think the Bills, I would take the over on the 11. The Jets, I would take the under on six. And then the Dolphins, um, I don't think – I think you're lower on the Dolphins than I am as well. I actually think this division as a whole is pretty good with those top three teams. Uh, now it's going to be contingent on Tua, obviously, with the Dolphins. But I like the talent that they have around him. I think their defense is very good. And I think Brian Flores has done a very good job as the coach there. All righty. Uh, ben, did, did we did we grab you for the AFC East? I don't remember. We did not. I don't have a whole lot to add because I think you guys did a really good job. I agree with everything you said. I think – there's only two things I know about this division. I know the Bills are going to be really good and the Jets are going to be terrible. The Dolphins, the Patriots, just a big old question mark for me. Um, based on everything you guys said, I don't I don't really know what to do with the Patriots is and Cam Newton or Mac Jones. And the Dolphins is Tua, you know, a franchise quarterback. Who knows? If he stays healthy, maybe. We haven't seen – I, I don't think we've seen enough of him to really have a you know definitive decision yet. Um, so this division definitely has some question marks, and I don't think it helps that, that the Bills are in it because I think the Bills are, are going to run away with this division. Next up, we have our beloved AFC North. The Steelers at 8.5, the Ravens at 11, Browns at 10.5, Bengals at 6.5. Um, this is also a really good division, but the Steelers, to me, are just not that great. 8.5 um, doesn't seem horribly off to me. In fact, I wouldn't say any of these are terribly off. I think the Ravens and Browns are both really, really good teams. They have Both of them have potential to do exceptionally well, um, even deep in the playoffs. As we know on this podcast, I'm not a Baker believer. Um... However, if this is him at average, let's say he plays above average, what does that mean for the Browns, you know? Uh, so if he can play, like, really well above average, then the Browns are going to be a very, very scary team. Now, saying that, i got to go back on Baker here because, I mean, he sucks. So he's not going to do that. But if he did, it would be crazy. Um, I, I, I actually don't have, like, an enormous amount that sticks out about this division. I feel like the Bengals are more of a question mark. I mean, Ben, maybe you can talk more about this. I'm not saying six and a half is high or low, but I feel like they have potential to do way lower and way better. You know, they get a couple really bad injuries, it's going to be way lower. But if Burrow can stay healthy, I mean, Burrow was so good in the couple games we saw him last year, one of which was against the Browns, right? Wait, one of, one of them was against the Browns, I believe, He had right? two really good games against the Browns. He balled out in oh, both two, games. Oh, okay. two, So I, I feel like the Bengals could do better than six and a half, um, but really nothing sticks out. I think all of these are pretty, pretty good numbers. But Ben, I'll, I'll let you go next. Yeah, it's funny. I, I, I kind of agree with you, and like I feel like I should have more thoughts about this division because you know, like my Bengals are in it. I love talking about the Browns because I hate them so much. I hate the Steelers, uh, and you like the Ravens, but I, I don't have a whole lot of thoughts about this because, and I guess we'll see. Like I, I mean, I think everybody's assuming the Browns would be good, um, and I think that's that's fair. Like they have a lot of talent. They should be good. The Ravens should be good. This they, they, Lamar Jackson's amazing. Like we know this. Um, the Steelers, I honestly have no idea about the Steelers. All I know is that Ben Roethlisberger is older than he was last year. So he's at this point, he's like older than dirt. Like the suit is so old and he's that is, somehow, that is how time somehow works. he's still you, playing. Um, th- thanks. Yeah. He's older than last year. That's my, that's my hot take uh, for this podcast is that Ben Roethlisberger is <laughs> older is than last year. Ben O'Brien's analyst for today's yeah. podcast. Ben, ben Roethlisberger is older than he was last year. But I'll say like, he keeps put, coming, put every year, every he keeps coming back. I'm like, oh, this has got to be his last year. We're just praying that he's done it. He keeps coming right, back. So right. we'll see. I don't know what we're going to get from him, but the Steelers have, if we're ba- if we're going off of records from last year, 2020, the Steelers have the hardest strength of schedule in the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. And the Ravens have the second hardest. Um, so eight and a half mm-hmm. for the Steelers. I don't know. Maybe I'm just praying that that they don't win nine games. I'd love to see them go under 500, go eight and nine, or maybe even worse if the Bengals can win two games against them. But um, I don't know. I, I just I I think obviously like you said the Bengals have question marks because I don't know. I have no idea what the Bengals are going to do. 
I've heard people that think they're going to win four games, and I've seen people say they're going to win nine games. I have no idea. Um, I, I think it'll be in between. I don't think they'll win nine. I don't think they'll win four. But um, I don't know what we're going to get out of the Bengals. I don't know what, what we're going to get about you know with their defense. They have they have really good players on defense, but as a whole last year they weren't that great. Health on the offensive line's been an issue, so I have no idea. Um, I want to pick a winner though. I, I just want to I want to go out out on a limb here and pick a winner for this division. Now, honestly, I'm having a tough time between the Browns and the Ravens. Um, I think Brandon. But I will say we Bengals? are going to do. Aren't we going to do? No, aren't we going to do a whole? We will, Trevor. We're doing a whole. That's fine. Like, yeah. We can do that. We're going to go. We're going to go in depth. We're going to go in depth. No, we can do that. Yes, yeah, so you can wait. No, you I don't want to wait. wait. I just want to pick one real quick. Okay. I'm going to pick the Ravens. I can't pick the Browns. I can't do it. So on August what 13th, I'm picking the Baltimore Ravens to win this division. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Oh, I like. I like. I, the, I just can't take. pick the Browns, dude. I can't pick the Browns. Yeah, I, I, I thought it'd be a hot take too. I thought it'd be like I think the Patriots are going to win the AFC North or no, something like that. I just, something crazy. No, I can't do it. All right, Trevor. Final thoughts in this division before we go to our last one. Yeah, I feel compelled to defend Baker Mayfield here at least a little bit. I, oh, you should. We don't want that. We don't want. I feel like I, I actually should. did. I, I I feel like I did a good job. I played nah, both sides of it. I don't know about that. Baker Mayfield does not suck. I will say that he does not suck. He's actually a <laughs> yeah. pretty. Well, that was my. Opinion. He's actually he a pretty competent suck. quarterback. That's all you can say about him. Um, he can make some plays. Uh, in the in the playoff, I think in the playoffs, legitimately, Baker was like really actually like I want to say really good. In the playoffs, especially in that Pittsburgh yeah, he game, he was good in the playoffs. Uh, in that Pittsburgh game, I thought he really um, had uh, mm. a lot of really well put together yeah. drives against a, a very very difficult Pittsburgh Steelers team. He, <laughs> he did look good. Well, I mean, yeah, against a Pittsburgh Steelers team that lost fall. six straight games. That's true. But uh, he had a really good performance, I think, with that. And the Browns have a lot of talent. Um, if you're just looking at they overall do. talent, Enormous. I think they're probably they probably are at least. I, top I would five. argue they're the most talented Definitely team top five. in the NFL. You think you're, they're the most? Probably. I, I would give them up there, yeah. In terms of pure talent, like, here's the thing. Like, if you look at every position, I feel like they have a lot of talent across the board. But I don't know how much of that talent works well together. Like, Odell, I think, should never be on this Browns team. I, I think he's a detriment to the team. And it showed when, when he was in with Baker. Baker was not as good, and the team did not play nearly as well as they could have. So I, I think there's a lot of pieces like that that are just detriments to the team that are not helping. You know, it's interesting, Brandon. You, you, as much as you kind of dislike the Browns, you love talking about the Browns, I got to say. They live in his Cause head. Because here's the Red thing. Free, I, I, people free. talk about the Browns to me all the time. And, like, it's all over my Twitter page. And I whatever. We're getting past this. We're going to the AFC West. Well, here, here, here. I want, I want to give my quick Steelers take. Um, they're at eight and a half right, here. Give, give her Steelers take. And just say they're going to win zero games and I'll be happy. <laughs> They're at eight and a half here, and Mike Tomlin um, has had now 14 consecutive seasons that he has avoided a losing season. Well, uh, he's not going to get the 15 consecutive because they're going to have a losing record. They're going to win no more than eight games. I would say seven or eight would be my prediction. Uh, Sorry, Steelers fans, but I said this last year. Big Ben, it's going to be the end. I was wrong last year. I think I'm going to be right this year. Uh, You know, so uh, sorry for that one, Steelers fans. I think it's going to come to the end for Big Ben. Uh, and definitely um, it's going to be interesting to see um, what the future of the Steelers is after Big Ben. For sure. Next up, we have the AFC West. This division has been dominated by the Chiefs, but the over-under here, we have the Chiefs at 12, Raiders at 7, Chargers at 9.5, and and Broncos at 8.5. So this is, in terms of the actual numbers we have here, not a terrible division at all. Um, Really, the only thing that speaks out to me is the Raiders. Here's the thing about the Raiders. I don't even think they're a horrible team. They are coached by John Gruden. John Gruden is the most incompetent coach in the NFL. And it's not even close. 
I mean, he's just an atrocious coach. So I think they lose less. They will they will win. Excuse me, win less than seven games purely because John Gruden is their coach. Trevor, I will leave this one to you. Yeah, I, man, I, I think the thing that sticks out here is the Chargers. I know people people love the Chargers, and yes, they made some interesting moves on paper. It's like, okay, it seems like they got better, and like if you think Herbert's really good and you think he's going to have like a second-year jump, then sure, 9.5 could make sense. Um, but but I don't know. I mean, someone in this division um, has to be bad, and I, and I guess the, the Raiders are probably the worst team in this division, but I just don't know if I buy in the Chargers as much as other people do. Um I, yes, I do also think Herbert's good. I just, I don't know. That's that's my gut on this. We'll go into more depth in a couple weeks, and I'll have a little more analysis on what I think about the Chargers, but it feels high. Uh, Denver, um, I think, is interesting at 8.5. They still don't have the best quarterback position, but I think with all their injuries last year, um, you know, it didn't really show through, like, how much talent I think is actually kind of on this uh, Broncos roster. I think they have a pretty good defense, so I think they could be interesting. And then the Chiefs, obviously, we know what they can do. I, I, there's not really much to be said. Their number's 12. I, I would guess that they're going to go over on that, to be honest. Hey, well, we'll have to see. Ben, wrap this one up. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of bored with this division. Like, this is honestly, in my opinion, the most boring division. And maybe it's because the Chiefs are just so good. But I, like, I don't know. Like, like everything you said, Brandon, and I agree with everything you said. John Gruden, eh, don't know how I feel about him. Um, Derek Carr, eh, don't know how I feel about him. Um, and then you got the Broncos. I, I, I just don't have an opinion on the Broncos. I guess the Chargers have Justin Herbert, who's really good. But other than that, I don't know how I feel about them. Not that impressed. The Chiefs are still really good. They're still probably the best team in the NFL. I think 12 is low. Um, if I were to put money on it, I'd for sure take the over. I, you're telling me... This, at 12, 12 wins, you're telling me they're going to lose five games. I just can't see the Kansas City Chiefs. If everyone's healthy, I can't see them losing five games this regular season. Uh, you know, give me 13 games for sure with the Chiefs at, the, at, at minimum. Um, and, again, like, I'm just kind of bored with this division because I just think the Chiefs are going to run, run away with it. Maybe they'll have um, some competition with the Chargers, but in the long run, I just can't see any of these other three teams threatening the Chiefs in any, any way this, this regular season. To uh, wrap up the episode today, Ben, I want to end Trevor, but mainly for Ben, I want to leave one statistical fact. Tonight, Obi Toppin played. I don't know if you've seen Ben. Obi Toppin had 31 points today, okay. 9 rebounds, 3 steals, 2 blocks, and he shot 65% okay. from the field. All right. And I think we will end it on that, on a good note. Yes. I think that makes us all happy to see Absolutely. Obi Toppin doing well. Yeah. Small school guy. We're Mac people. I know he wasn't in the Mac, but small school guys doing well in the NBA. Uh, Trevor, anything else you want to say before we leave the episode? No, that's it. Alrighty, well, thank you all so much for listening. We really, really appreciate all the support that's been given on this podcast. Of course, follow us on Twitter at the Small Baller or click the link in the description um, so you know when all of our podcasts go live. Um, Five Seconds of Fame podcast came out to well, they, we're recording this on Friday, so it came out on Friday. We will have another one. I will not be on that one this f- coming week. I'm sorry. I wish I could be there. Um, and then, of course, we'll have this podcast the following Sunday. Um, of course, subscribe, leave that five-star view if you enjoyed the podcast. But with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Go Falcons!